Welcome to the Practical Prospecting Podcast with myself and co-host Sujan Patel, where in under 15 minutes, we're going to teach you practical tips to book more outbound meetings. Let's get into today's show. Hey, everybody. Sujan Patel here. Welcome to Season 2 of the Practical Prospecting Podcast. Wow, that's a tongue twister. I wonder who named that. we got Jed Marley here, and I'm one of the founders of Mailshake. I'll be taking over as a co-host. Jed, let's jump into today's topic. Yeah, so today I think a big thing that's, you know, a big topic in sales is how you can use AI in your sales process. There's a lot of good advice, there's a lot of bad advice. And so I kind of want to kick it off by hearing your feedback on AI and sales, Sujin, and I'll share mine first, and then we'll share some practical tips you can actually use in your process, as well as what other sales experts are saying about using AI in their sales process. So my opinion is that there's a lot of AI tools out there. And I think the best way to use AI is to uplift the skills where you're not particularly strong at, which I'll share later on in the podcast. But for example, automating manual tasks where there's really no creative work that goes into it so that you can focus on the more creative tasks. I think that's the biggest thing, not necessarily automating all the creative tasks, like completely writing your email or completely writing your sequences. While I think you can still use AI to write emails, I think there's better ways to do it, which we'll share later on in the podcast. But Sujan, what about you? What's your thoughts on uh, AI and sales? I think there's a lot of noise in the AI space. I actually don't love... My personal opinion is that I think there's a lot of BS. There's a lot of hype around this and, and everyone's looking at this as a shortcut to not put in the hard work right? So for example, if you can't describe your business, if you don't have an elevator pitch, well, AI is not going to help you. Go do the hard work and figure it out. Now, that being said, I think there's a lot of places where AI can help augment a small team or help you scale. I really believe the most valuable piece of AI is actually in areas of, of manual labor or manual task. Think about like if you have to hire a researcher to go research like your prospects. You could technically do that with AI. So I look at AI as more like advanced scraping or supplement to or replacement or supplement or superpowers for your VAs. You know, so let's jump into that. With with that said, like how can sales teams use AI for kind of manual automating or for sure, yeah. So there's I've tested a lot of tools. I have a friend, actually Sujan, I met him at Saster and he runs a company called Omni and he let me use it. And basically what it does is and there's a lot of tools like this. I'm sure some of them are free or cheaper, or more expensive, whatever. But a lot of, at least for my SDR teams, and I think most SDRs, a lot of your time goes into going on to Sales Navigator, going on to data tools, finding accounts, scraping contacts, cleaning those lists, adding them to your sequencer. And I'd say it's at least an hour or two per day that everybody's spending on that sort of thing, depending on the volume you're doing. And so what this tool will do, and there's lots of tools out there like this, is it will basically take control of your screen in a sense and do that work for you in the background. So it'll, you give it a list of things to look for. So, hey, only pull accounts that fit this criteria. It's gotta be this company size, this industry, and then only pull contacts with this job persona. And then you can let it run in the background. It'll pull those leads for you. And then you can take that, you know, put it into your sequencer and kind of go from there. So I think there's a lot, and that's something that, for example, we've used Upworkers for in the past, but this is much more cost effective. And so I think that's a perfect example. And there's lots of different areas where you can automate like that. It's just, I think the easiest way to figure out where you can automate things with AI is taking your week, breaking down where you spent all of your time, and then asking yourself, what could I use a VA for? And if you can use a VA for it, you can probably use AI, which is much less expensive in most cases. 
Love it. Love it. And my two cents is give your VA the AI, right? So still use a VA for that cognitive thinking because sometimes AIs or scraping or any of that like tools are just blatantly wrong. And you kind of like one second human review of it changes it. But yeah. So what, what else, Jed, what are, what are you using it for? And what are you seeing sales reps leverages for AI for? Yeah, for sure. So I think writing emails is a big part of it, but writing emails in the right way. So for example, you touched on something earlier, Sujin, was, which was if you don't have a good elevator pitch or if you don't know your product well enough, you shouldn't use AI yet. So we never change in our emails. We know what our value prop is. We know who our ICP is. We know the problems they have. So we're not asking AI to figure out their problems or do anything like that. It's more so on some of the personalization side. So for example, obviously Mailshake is a product for salespeople and people on LinkedIn talk about a lot of the problems that we solve for them. So we've used several AI tools to kind of essentially scrape LinkedIn for people that are talking about cold email, deliverability, things like that. And then we'll use that to write personalized emails to them. We can use tools like like ChatGPT. It's a free tool. It's a good example. There's lots of other tools like it as well. But you can say, you can give it a LinkedIn post and say, come up with an icebreaker for me. And so one of the things that takes me the longest when I'm writing personalized emails is thinking of that intro hook. And so if you can give AI for example, a LinkedIn post that you want to personalize around, it'll give you a good intro hook. And maybe it's not perfect, but it kind of removes that writer's block for you. So you can write those emails in like a minute rather than five to 10 minutes. And so that's a, a big way we've been using it. But yeah, it's really simple. If you want to use ChatGPT or another AI tool, just give it the link, say, hey, help me write an intro hook that ties in with this value prop or this problem we solve. And then just tweak it to sound a little bit more human or a little bit more like you. Love it. I was speaking to Tybo, one of our customers, and on the sales sake video, and one of the things he does is he uses, he'll go pull a bunch of prospects, find their LinkedIn, and then he'll ask ChatGPT, hey, this is a LinkedIn, what's a recent accomplishment I can reference? So it's like, boom, and then write me something. And then like the second pass through, he'll be write me something, right? So love it. What else? Yeah, that's a really good one. I think another one too that people who manage sales teams or SDR teams can relate with is sometimes you have an SDR or a sales rep who's really successful. You can't exactly figure out why. You can't find that repeatable process that you can teach to the rest of the team. So another thing we've done is, for example, let's say Caesar, he's an SDR on our team. Let's say he writes an email that gets a good response. I'm saving all the emails that are getting good, positive responses from prospects. And then you can copy and paste all those emails into ChatGPT and say, hey, write me an email for a VP of sales that incorporates basically the characteristics of these emails. So you're keeping track of all the positive emails and you're basically training ChatGPT or the AI to learn based on what's worked in the past. Because that's the thing with a lot of AI tools is that you need to give it something to go off of. And so if you give it successful emails, it can write even better ones going forward. That's a really big one that's been helping us a lot. And I think the other thing too, one thing that I'm not super good at is coming up with new subject lines. And if you're sending the same subject line over and over again, it can start to look spammy. And so just giving AI your email template, say, here's the email I'm about to send. Can you just give me a couple of subject line ideas? That also removes a ton of writer's block and it helps make sure that you're using a different subject line every time. And so some people might be good at subject lines. They don't need that, but maybe they're not good with call to actions. And so that's where they should use AI. But just little parts of the email where maybe you're not the best at is where I tend to use it most. I love it. Yeah, I think when I hear you say that, I think it's like, uh, you know, when I think about subject lines or copy, it really takes writing something like coming up with 20, 30 different ideas. In, in marketing, it, it headlines 
for like ads or your homepage or website, that's the most important thing in sales. It's the subject line or when you're doing an email, but you got to come up with 20, 30 different variations. You're just using AI to augment those variations and kind of think, do a little bit of thinking for you. My guess is you use those AI, the headlines or subject lines that the AI comes up with and you tweak them to then perfect it to that next level. I think uh, where I see people fail is they, and this is just an email or anything, it's uh, they take a template or they take something AI does, zero editing, copy and paste, boom, send it. And if you just spent like that one extra minute, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's such a good point. I, I think, I can't remember who said this, but kind of to your point, Sujin, I like think of AI as your personal copywriting assistant, not necessarily the copywriter itself. You're still the one that's doing the final editing. But um, yeah, I mean, two other things, you know, kind of to wrap up the podcast that I wanted to touch on as well is as I've been diving into AI, I interviewed a couple folks who use it pretty frequently and have a lot of experience with it. And so one interesting way that isn't necessarily for writing emails or booking meetings, but it's for your discovery calls. And so there are AI tools out there where you can essentially upload your discovery call recording and it will synthesize the call and give you real time feedback on what you could have done better. So you can say, I mean, you can give it basically upload the recording and then ask the AI, you know, what could I have done better? Or how did I handle how many objections came up and how did I handle those objections? Using AI with your discovery calls is, I think, another really good way to get better at discovery and actually analyze those calls better. That's a really interesting one. And then another guy, Eric Nilslowski, he's a friend of mine who runs a sales agency. What he's doing, and this is something that we do on our team, is we look for buying triggers to write our emails off of. So if somebody is new to the role, or let's say they're using a specific software, or they're hiring SDRs, for example, we'll use these different buying triggers that we can find to write personalized emails. So like, for example, I see you're hiring SDRs, and then tie that into how MailShake can help. He's automating all of that by telling the AI, hey, these are the companies I target, go find anybody that is hiring a VP of sales, hiring SDRs, and tells the AI all these buying triggers. And then it will go out and find them so that he can quickly identify the best possible accounts to go after. That's a much more complex use case, but it just kind of gives you perspective in terms of how much you can really automate. I thought that was a really interesting use case. Love it. What tool is he just using chat GPT or is there a specific like tool? He's using a mix. So he's using a tool called Clay and chat GPT. Clay is an interesting tool. It's like a I think the way I would describe it is it's like Zapier, but for AI in a sense, where it allows you to like piece together different workflows using AI. But yeah, it's it's really cool. I would definitely, he shares a bunch of videos on it on LinkedIn. So I would definitely recommend people checking it out. Awesome. We'll link to that show notes. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's it for me. I mean, I think we shared a bunch of different examples for where you can use it, a bunch of ideas to how far you can really extend AI. Again, my opinion is that AI should be your you know, your AI assistant, not necessarily the copywriter, but that's it for the Practical Prospecting Podcast. Thanks for listening to season two. Stay tuned for a couple episodes on how to narrow your ICP and how to understand how your buyers think. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Practical Prospecting Podcast. Remember to check out all the resources in the show notes. Feel free to leave us a review. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'll catch you guys in the next one.